0: Season 6, Episode 9, May the 9th, 2022. Hi, I'm Lewis Lantley. Welcome to this edition of Journey of Discovery. In this episode, I will continue the series of eight episodes on Christian Arithmetic. Christian Arithmetic, Part 4. Add to your knowledge self-control. Second Peter chapter 1 verse 5 to 7 helps us with that. But also for this very reason, given all diligence, add to your faith virtue to virtue, knowledge to knowledge, self-control to self-control, perseverance to perseverance, godliness to godliness, brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness love. According to Peter's teaching in 2 Peter Peter chapter 1, verse 1 to 7, for a Christian to make his or her calling and election sure, that Christian must be given all diligence to add to his or her faith virtue, to virtue knowledge, to knowledge self-control. The idea here is holding oneself in, holding oneself in. John MacArthur says, in Peter's day, self-control was used of athletes who were to restrain and self-discipline. They were to be both restrained and self-discipline. Thus, a Christian is to be controlled, is to control the flesh, the passions, and the bodily desires rather than allowing himself or herself to be controlled by them. In 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 27, Paul uses himself as an example of self-control. He said, I discipline my body and keep it under control, lest, after preaching to others, I myself should be disqualified. In Galatians chapter 5, verse 23, we read, The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace. That's our action toward God. Patience, kindness, and goodness. That's toward others. Faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. That's toward ourselves. Against such things, there is no law. We will give close observation to Paul's, or rather Peter's, admonition to give all diligence. All diligence add to knowledge self control. A living illustration control of a control self control is demonstrated in the man of whom Jesus drove out two thousand at least two thousand demons out of his life. Then people went out to see what had happened, and they came to Jesus and found the man from whom the demons had gone out, sitting at the feet of Jesus, clothed and in his right mind, and they were afraid. Proverbs chapter 16, verse 32 says, whoever is slow to anger is better than the mighty, and he who rules his spirit than the one who takes a city. Paul adds, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. By testing, you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. The will of God may be many things, but at least this is God's will for you and for me to be spirit-filled. It's God's will for us to be sanctified It's God's will for us to be submissive. It's God's will for us to suffer. And it's God's will for us to say thanks. If we do that, we'll be able to be in line with God's will. The temptation of Jesus is the classic example of self-control. In Luke chapter 4, 1 to 13, we see how Jesus depended on the written word to combat the devil's onslaught and Jesus full of the Holy Spirit returned from the Jordan where he had been baptized and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness for 40 days being tempted by the devil and he ate nothing during those days and when they were ended at the end of 40 days he was hungry the devil said to him if you are the son of God command this stone to become bread and Jesus answered him it is written man shall not live by bread alone and the devil took him up and showed him all of the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time and said to him to you I will give all this authority and their glory for it has been delivered to me and I will give it to whom I will. If you then will worship me, I will be, it all will be yours. And Jesus answered him, it is written, you shall worship the Lord your God, and him only shall you serve. And he took him to Jerusalem and set him on the pinnacle pinnacle of the temple, and said to him, if you are the son of God, he will command his angels concerning you to guide you. And on their hands, they will bear you up. They should stretch your foot against a stone. And Jesus answered him, It is said, You shall not put the Lord your God to test. And when the devil had ended every temptation, he departed from him unto an opportune time. At this point, Jesus knew Old Testament Scripture. That's the point. That's the point. If you noticed, Jesus answered the devil, it is written in verse 4, man shall not live by bread alone. And to the second temptation Jesus answered him, it is written, verse 8, you shall worship The Lord your God and him only shall you serve the devil again even try to use the word of God throw yourself down from here for it is written he will command his angels concerning you Jesus answered him as we saw earlier it is said you shall not put the Lord your God to test to the test And when the devil had ended, every temptation, listen, every temptation, that's all he had, just those three. He departed from him until an opportune time. In order to be ready for every temptation, the psalmist said, Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Psalm 119, verse 104. And he said, I have stored up your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. Psalm 119, verse 11. Listen to the lines of this poetry The Bible stands like a rock undaunted near the raging storms of time. Its pages burn with truth eternal, and they grow they grow, they glow with light sublime. The Bible stands every test we give it, for its author is divine. By grace alone, I expect to live it, and to prove and to make it mine. The Bible stands, and it will forever. When the world has passed away, by inspiration, it has been given. All its precepts, I will obey. All his precepts I will obey. Here's our praise response from Psalm 136 verse 11 to 18. Oh, give thanks to the Lord of Lords, who gives food for all flesh, for his mercy endures forever. Oh, give thanks to the God of heaven. His mercy endures forever. Well, that's it for now. I am wishing for you an amazing day. So cheer up and be glad in it. Good day.